Good morning, wonderful people, and welcome to Bath Out Therapy. I am Sheree Hardy. It is a pleasure to be able to share an inspirational message with you. I cannot thank you enough for tuning in to Bath Out Therapy. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And today I plan to do another short and sweet. This one is called Sharper or Duller sharper or duller and the scriptural reference is proverbs 27 17 as iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens a friend your friend should be sharpening you making you better is that true of your circle of friends whatever qualities your friends have either good or bad eventually will either dull you or sharpen you if you hang out with people who gossip who compromise or who are stingy, that is what you will become. But if you hang around excellent people, generous people, and motivated, successful people, those good qualities will sharpen your life. This is why it's so important that you are selective with whom you spend your time. Don't worry about being in the right group, having the most friends, being the most popular. The quality, the quantity of friends is not important. It's the quality of your friends that really matters. You need egos in your life, people who inspire you to reach your dreams, people who motivate you to go further, people who make you better. The truth is that you cannot reach your highest potential on your own. You need the right people to help you get to where you're supposed to be. A prayer for today, Father, thank you for the friends in my life who sharpen me, inspire me, encourage me, and make me better. Help me to know if there are relationships that are having a negative impact on me and dulling me. I want to walk with the right people in Jesus' name. Wow, this was really good. Um, I got this a couple of days ago, and if you're new to Bath Out Therapy, the short and sweets are text messages that I get to my phone every morning. They have been written by an unknown um, author, Um, The person that sends these to me has been such a blessing to me. She has sharpened me in so many ways. And just her example of righteousness, of kindness, of um, excellence in every way, the way she carries herself is such an inspiration. But this is a really, really powerful, and I text her back, this is a powerful, um, short and sweet, powerful message because... I can I can say this, and I know it just seems so simple, and you've heard it before. It may even seem like a cliche, but birds of a feather flock together. And not only that, they end up in the same destination. And a lot of where we are in life has to do with the people that we associate with. And it's so critical that you are mindful of the character of the people that you deal with. Um, I, I'm one of those people because I, you know, I, I I love talking to people. I try to learn from people and I'm, I will listen, you know, I will try to listen to people and I know a lot of people from different walks of life. But what I've learned is that when people are negative, sometimes when people are negative, you know, you, God can use you to help them see a different way. 
you know, you can be used as an agent from the Most High God to draw them back to Him or to draw them to a better way of thinking, a better attitude, um, new ideas. And, And when people are open to receive that, you can sharpen them. But when they are not, you cannot. And so that means is that if they are negative, if they are critical, if they are um, self-sabotaging or they are, you know, um, nasty or profane, whatever the case may be, whatever it is, and you're still around them, it is going to affect you. Because, and people will pretty much tell you, like I've heard people use terms like, well, you know, um, you know, I'm not going to change. This is what I believe in. Uh, you know, I don't want any, I've heard a person say, you know, I don't want any religious answers. Like they come to you with a problem or they come to you and they start talking about something negative and you're doing what you think you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be encouraging. You're supposed to draw them back to um, godly truths and wisdom and things like that. And when they reject that, there is all, only thing you can do at that point is you have to pray for them, but you have to let them go because believe it or not, and this is hard, they are going to take you down. They're going, you're going to become duller. You're not going to become sharper. You need, as iron sharpens iron, you need people who will sharpen you, but you at the same time yourself, you need to be open to receive wisdom and instruction and guidance. And it may not be even that you follow everything that a person says or a person follows everything you say, but you have to be at least open to listen to what they're saying and to even think about what they're saying and pray about it. Because some people, when God presents them with wisdom, before they even have a chance to, to even think about, hey, is that, a, is that way a better way? Is that idea an idea that is empowering to me, they reject it. So they have not even discerned what you're saying. And you have to, again, this is a two-way street. If that doesn't happen, then nobody is doing any sharpening. And I know it's it's hard sometimes because people deliver things in a negative way when they're talking to us. They may have to say something unpleasant. Um, they may have to, you know, you know, deal with us in a way that they don't really want to deal with this. But in order for us to grow and get better, we need people to help us correct us gently with love. And if they don't, and again, we have to receive that. And then we have to do that for others. And if they don't receive it, then we have to just continue to pray for them and let them go. We don't have to talk about them. We don't have to put them down, but we have to pray for them and let them go. And I'm going to tell you what I've seen is when people are not able to receive constructive criticism or you're not able to even share godliness with them and, you know, the godly answers that someone once said they didn't want to hear, um, then what happens is they never grow and they never get corrected. I know people, they're almost the exact same they were 50 years ago. And you know why? Because no one corrected them. And that's usually to keep the peace or maybe it's because of the position that people have in their lives or the position they have in other people's lives. And then even if someone did correct them, they're going to reject it. So they, in other words, we cannot be sharpened if we don't even let ourselves be sharpened. 
because we all need correction. We all need to grow. And that's uncomfortable. Learning sometimes is not easy. It's very hard. It's uncomfortable and we have to do it. But we should always be reassessing our ideas and our actions. We should be thinking about, is this what's leading? Is this helping me? You know, is this sharpening me? Is this, is this hurting me? Or is it dulling me? Because sometimes we're ending up in a place we don't want to be. And it's because we're not ever thinking about and reflecting on our choices, our attitude, our mindset. I know people and they're just miserable and they don't know it. They, they're going to end up, you know, they're older, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily more mature. And what's going to happen is unless they get correction, they're going to keep just doing the same thing they were doing and getting the same results, which is going to be problems. And some people are like that. They just create problems because they've made up their mind, hey, I'm not going to change my attitude. I'm not going to change this belief. This is what I ha- I'm going to believe in to the day I die. And guess what? They're going to get the results of that belief or that attitude. And, you know, again, I know this is hard, but that is how we grow. It's sharper or duller. You have, and this is how, and I've also, I've gotten to the point now where I even, you know, I have to assess what is the purpose of a person in my life. And if a person is not sharpening me, again, I'm not saying they're a bad person. I'm I'm not going to talk about them. I'm not going to put them down. But I'm not going to have them in my life in the way that I would of a person who I know loves me and can sharpen me and correct me if they're willing to do that. But I'm not going to be dealing with people who, you know, if they're negative or they're critical or they have this warped view of life, and then when they get the results of the warped view, and then they complain, they're critical of it because their actions is what led to the bad situation in the first place. And you can't tell them anything. You just, you know, you just cannot tell them anything. So that's a powerful thing. And I'm going to tell you, I'm blessed. I'm so fortunate. I feel very fortunate that I have people in my life who can make me sharper. And they, they remind me, sometimes it's just their example. You know, I know people that just create a good example. And I'm thinking, wow, that's a really good example of how to handle yourself, how to handle, you know, situations on your job or how to handle your finances or how to handle your marriage. You know, I just see good examples. And it's, it's a, in a way, it's sharpening me because just seeing that example lets me know that it's possible that I could have it too or do it too. And again, you got to ask yourself, How does a person make you feel when you're talking to them or you're dealing with them? And when I, I I feel bad, you know, because the person is negative or they're critical either of me or either of other people. And I cannot even convince them to say, Hey, you know, there's another way of looking at it. Then again, I bless them and release them. And I recommend that there are a lot of people who are suffering today because they, they got around the wrong people. There are people in prison. There are people that are dead. There are people in the hospital. There are people that are broke. There are just just so many bad situations 
because the question is, are those people sharpening you? Are they helping you? Are they hurting you? And are they dulling you? And only you can answer that question. And you have to start to take inventory and assess. And then you have to ask yourself, what kind of person are you? I've had to ask myself that. I've had to really start to ask myself, am I sharpening people or am I dulling people? That's when you get real deep, when you look at that person in the mirror and you deal with yourself. Because we can be on the other side and we want to make sure that we are truly an eagle too. And that we are light and we are salt and we are representing God in a good way, in an empowering way. And so this episode, I'm telling you, when I read that one the other day, it really, really blessed me, but it made me think about myself. And sometimes when I'm, you know, doing these episodes, I always want to make sure that I'm not just talking about the people because I'm talking about myself. You know, I'm telling you, I am believe that you have to first search yourself, ask God to search you and show you what is in your life that is causing these problems because sometimes it's not another person, it's not a situation, it's not a system, it's it's us. It, it, we're the cause of our own suffering sometimes. But we have to do self-assessment and we have to ask God to search our hearts and our minds and reveal to us what we need to see, what is not pleasing to him, what is not helping us to progress. Where do we miss it? Where do we get it wrong? You know, and ask him to forgive us and to ask him to show us how to get better, how to change in a constructive way, how to let go of those negative actions, bad attitudes, you know, and I've said it before, I've had, you know, gone into situations and I had the wrong attitude. I really did. I didn't have the right attitude. I wasn't doing the right thing. And because I asked God to search me, he showed me that, hey, you didn't have the right attitude. And even if you thought you were right, you could have kept your mouth shut and you could have humbled yourself and and did what you were supposed to do. And all we can do at the end of the day to be encouraging to you is to do our best and let God handle the rest. Search yourself and then do your best. Ask God to show you what you need to see. And then that's how you can be sharper. And when you do that, you will see your life change. It will change in ways you never thought possible. You will change in ways you never thought possible. You will become stronger. You will become wiser. You will become more sensitive to the spiritual things. But it all first begins with you being willing to self-assess, number one, to ask God to search you, being brave enough and not being afraid for him to show you because he's going to show you your good and your bad, your, your weaknesses and your strengths. And sometimes we get stuck and we cannot be sharpened because we won't even let ourselves be sharpened. And that's just the bottom line. So I just want to encourage you. I 
Again, I appreciate you. God loves you. I love you. I just want to say peace and abundant blessings to you and your family always. And take care. This is Cherie Hardy, and thank you for tuning in to Bad Thought Therapy.